Hey guys, welcome to Comically Illiterate. I'm Connor. And I'm Max. And we sort of fucked up. <laughs> I mean, not uh, like, no, no, not really. We're, uh, so if if we're gonna be honest, this is my finals week, and it's uh, I just didn't have the time to research an episode. So Max Yo, has researching been an episode takes time and patience. <laughs> and, and sometimes those things. Yeah, none of us can do that. So Max has been gracious enough to find some comic book news for us to shoot the shit about for a little bit and uh, just keep you four listeners in tuned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, first thing, uh, all new Hawkeye number two is coming out soon. Oh, I'm so stoked. I, um, I read all new Hawkeye one. And, um, so the whole plot behind that one, which is cool, is it picks up after all new Hawkeye 2015. This is all new Hawkeye 2016, I believe. Mm-hmm. I think that's how they're titling it. But, um, so it picks up and what's actually happening is there's two different plot lines. One is the current history of what's going on in present day and then what's going on in the distant future. Yeah. And um, it's really cool. I think what 2015 Hawkeye did was awesome because uh, all flashbacks were done in watercolor. Mm-hmm. And that was really interesting. Uh, just a cool dynamic. Uh, and I, th- I really like all the different things that they're doing with hawkeye which is cool that is cool yeah um so uh issue two is gonna be um they're gonna meet the mandarin Ooh. in the future cool yeah uh, that should be that should be interesting yeah uh comic vine has a nice little preview up and it's pretty good just because i guess clint and uh and kate are like both hawkeye <laughs> Yeah, the, the same Hawkeyes. Yeah, Deadpool likes to call uh, Kate Hawkeye and likes to call Clint Hot Hawk Guy, which is cool. That's pretty good. Um, but yeah, no, it's um that's definitely an interesting dynamic. I think it's one of the probably honestly one of the better ones that we have in comics right now. Oh, uh, Kate and uh, Clint. Yeah, I think the Hawkeyes are just they work together so well. Um, I mean, and everyone I, knows how much we love Kate Bishop. Yeah, we, like we she's just, great. she's, she's awesome. She's really cool. Um, and Hawkeye, honestly, ever since the new 52 happened, Hawkeye has been my go-to comic book archer instead of the green arrow, which is sad because I really love the green arrow, mm-hmm. but I really think that the new 52 just did so much injustice to the green, to green arrow. Yeah. And now I just look to Hawkeye cause new Hawkeye is awesome. I wonder if it's just cause like, I don't know, like maybe Hawkeye was just touched by like the marvel movie money i think something definitely had to happen where they were like all right his mask is stupid his outfit is stupid we need to do things because that's that's traditionally that's the problem i think most people had with hawkeye is that he looked fucking ridiculous his power was having a boat like it was Mm -hmm. there was like a lot of stuff with him that wasn't awesome and then they just sort of toned it down they didn't even give him a real suit he just has a purple arrow and like you know (laughs) <laughs> like, he just wears tactical clothing and has a bow, which is cool. It is. And he's a very refreshing character in Marvel, I would say. Mm-hmm. Plus, he's he's uh, deaf, so 
Yeah, like, and that's he's kind of that an story interesting of thing. him being deaf is so so adorable. <laughs> I, we talked about it in I think it was that was all the way back in Ghost Rider, but it was way that's too right. cute. Yeah, how uh, a mother wrote into Marvel asking for more deaf role models because her son was deaf or something like that yeah because her son said that um he won't wear his hearing aids because superheroes don't wear his hearing aids that's right and stan lee was like listen here you little shit (laughs) (laughs) hawkeye's been wearing hearing aids this whole time and he hasn't bitched about it once (laughs) (laughs) thanks stan lee every once in a while i forget you that you're like 98 (laughs) Oh man, it's gonna be so sad when he dies. That'll be like I know. It'll be like the comically illiterate specialist specials, and it's gonna have to be the worst character Stanley created. Yeah, because we've 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 hyped that up, but mm-hmm. you know what's gonna bum me out even more though is when they like put in a fucking fake digital uh, Stanley cameo in whatever Marvel oh, movie they're in when oh, he dies. Well, I think what they should do is just do what uh, Marvel, the uh, what Netflix did with Daredevil, mm-hmm. and just have him show up in pictures, like just always have a picture of Stanley <laughs> everywhere. That would be good, yeah. Like, like they should just Photoshop him as the Pope and just have like a <laughs> candle with him everywhere. Yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah, um, yeah. I really there's some good. There are a lot of comics right now that are developing in interesting ways. I think. Um, Constantine is another good one. I think at some mm-hmm. point we need to get the spoiler cast up again and talk about uh, Constantine because Constantine Hellblazer, I can like people who don't even really like comics can latch on to Constantine because it's so good. This this run of Constantine, uh huh. Um, and Midnighter is the same way. Midnighter is a really good comic too. Yeah, I feel like we'll definitely have more time to do spoiler cast once like finals are over and we've got that yeah, big break and there'll be a lot of interesting things coming for you folks but uh, <laughs> but now if if you are if you're trying to figure out like what's a good comic to get into and you're not super into the idea of someone wearing a cape and punching the justice into somebody that's cool uh <laughs> check out Constantine is a really good one that I think a lot of people enjoy if you're into like supernatural stuff that one's definitely one to, to read. Faux shizzle. Yeah, nothing like uh, the movie with Keanu Reeves. Which is sad, but yeah, it's, I mean, yeah. That movie is so bad good. Yeah, it, it really sucks, because, like, it, the thing that they missed that I think they don't realize they missed is that Constantine is, like, super British. Like he's like, like he's yeah. the most British thing that's ever existed. He was in a punk rock band in England in like the seventies. Like he's so London fob like all the time. I mean, to be fair, in the movie, they, didn't they kind of just replace like seventies London punk with nineties uh, like California punk? Right, but like it's still like it's just wrong to have like Keanu Reeves be like, "I will cure this person" or whatever. Like it's just like. <laughs> instead no, of being the most like yeah. he should just be like sawed off you wankers or whatever you know like, whatever british people say whatever yeah i I, can, I think i've actually read that more than once in constantine like, <laughs> like, in different, like it's every page where he's just like ah two fingers up for you <laughs> yeah god save the queen oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh yeah so someone um Someone talked to uh, uh, the guy who directed Ant-Man. Oh, yeah? And he's talking about uh, 
the Preston Reed is his name, uh, mm-hmm. and they're working on a sequel, because yeah. of course, and uh, yeah, he's talking about it maybe being a little weirder. Ooh, I could be, I could be down for that. Yeah, uh, it's pretty interesting, uh, I guess. So it's called Ant Man and the Wasp. Right. Yeah, because they bring the wasp into it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, at, at the end of Ant Man, uh, it's a fucking post credit stinger so who cares about mm-hmm. spoilers but uh uh the love interest is revealed to be the wasp basically yeah they um whatever his name is what's his what's the actor's name it's an anthony i always get him confused with somebody like i don't know <laughs> i don't know anyway michael bolton i'll call him michael bolton and i know that's oh, not yeah him. it's just it but um so anyway old dude uh takes his daughter down and was like I'd been working. I was working on a suit when your mother died, or something like that. Yeah, because yeah. he has a beautiful voice. I really like that guy. Whatever. God, his name what's is. that guy's name? And I feel really bad. You could. Just, he's awesome. If you, you want to just look it up while I uh, read this news story uh, from Comics Alliance, which is a pretty okay site. <laughs> Shout out to Comics Alliance, I guess. <laughs> uh, that was um, awesome. Yeah, that was an uh, awesome thing for you to say. <laughs> Michael Douglas. That's right. He's a real cool dude, I think. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. Uh, unless, now, so, unless he's not awesome and he's like a Holocaust denier, in that case, shame on you, Michael. Exactly. Douglas. I have known I know nothing about him other than he is he's a pretty seasoned actor, I think. But uh yeah. so uh Reed was present during a junket for the uh Ant Man Blu Roy Blu ray, uh, when that came out, and he basically said that uh their goal is to keep what they really liked for the characters in the first one, but make it a much weirder movie. Ooh. Uh and they want to they they want to take the audience to unexpected places which like if you put that into context the first ant-man movie that makes get kind of gets me excited a little bit yeah i really i mean we both really like the first ant-man movie and mm-hmm. i think you and i both had some fears about edgar wright not being involved in it anymore that's true like his he... mark was definitely obvious in some of the script writing uh, yeah he was uh, well he wrote the screenplay so th- and, um, right. but there is, um, if you actually look, there are seven different people who are credited for writing it. Yeah. It's weird. It's like, I guess he wrote the original first draft and then like and a then lot of people come over Joe Cornish and like Adam McKay. And mm-hmm. then Paul Rudd also was involved in this. Yeah. Well, and like, um, uh, Hope Van Dyne is her name, uh, who is Wasp in the love interest. Uh, like she was supposed to be just like a footnote in the original version uh that Igor Wright wrote so you know you know it's interesting that they changed that yeah I you know I trust it I think that um the first movie definitely like I I didn't think it was going to be good and it came out awesome and I'm I'm willing to trust the second one I think Mm -hmm. you know yeah uh I think it'll I think it's safe to assume that it might be a bit of a sophomore slump but if they're talking up about like going weird with it that just makes me excited. I love weird shit. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, I just, especially when it comes to, like, movies and stuff, when it's, like, I feel like that was a very, it was an interesting twist on, like, the classic heist movie type deal, because mm-hmm. it was definitely a heist movie, and it was it was interesting, and I really liked it, but I'm interested in seeing how they choose to make it weird. Yeah. Because that's like, describing something as weird is very vague, which kind of, you know, you're like, oh, what does that mean to you? Because what I think is weird, like, I listen to free jazz, so try and get weirder (laughs) than me. Like, 
Yeah, like, everyone's weird is different, and also, like, there's that whole thing of being weird for the sake of being weird. Right, yeah, like those um girls. Do you remember that meme? Do you remember um girl? Uh, probably. What is that, it's, like, it's the, like, the sport it's, girl? Yeah, sport girl shit, yeah. where they would just say, like, um, rawr, I'm a dinosaur. So random, lol, spork. Yeah, yeah. no. That shit. Yeah, I... What if that was just the whole Ant-Man and Wasp movie? <laughs> Paul Rudd just holds up a spork and it's just like, um... And then he, like, oh, stabs people to death with it. That would be... That would be awful. Maybe amazing, but also awful. Uh, I wonder... I guess in that universe, it would be interesting, and this would be much farther down the line if they decide to do a tons of sequels with that, which I, I don't see them doing, because Marvel has a plan for everything. Yeah. Um, But... You know, there are two different Ant Men in between Hank Pym and uh, Scott Lang, mm-hmm. and I think there's actually supposed to be one after him too. I am um, I'm very worn out, so my knowledge is a little hazy right now. But I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Uh, uh, so, like, it would be interesting to see if they add any like failed experiment Ant Men in there, mm-hmm. like later on. That could be a cool one. Maybe that's the plot to the second one. Is it like, well, I kind of in the 80s or i guess <laughs> i guess in the logic of it because they were fighting maybe the 90s mm-hmm. in the 90s i add i gave the suit to someone else and he was evil whoops oh no yeah <laughs> uh so i've got another news story for you here um the Bring uncanny it. avengers number three uh is um hinting uh, the final member of their series, and they haven't said who it is, but the main cover features Cable. <laughs> well, if that of Rob Liefeld fame. <laughs> that's that just makes me laugh because it's like we're not gonna tell you because if it's not Cable, it'll be fucking hysterical. <laughs> if Cable no just shows be. up, if Cable shows up on the cover and the Deadpool's like, "I'm the last one," <laughs> yeah. Um, oh man. Yeah, that could be interesting. I mean, uh, Cable's Cable is kind of sad because he didn't super survive the '90s, really. Because I mean, yeah. he's like, I guess he kind of survives here and then because they only use Car- Cable kind of well, and if you if they don't use him well, you forget because it's Cable. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, totally. So, so I guess like his most well known thing is that he's Deadpool's buddy, mm-hmm. and uh. So yeah, I could be I could be down for some cable in X Men, Uncanny X Men. There's a or Uncanny Avengers. Oh, Uncanny Avengers. I'm sorry. Yeah. You're um, good. But uh, there's another thing that's interesting uh, involving that sort of uh, back in Marvel with those guys is that uh, Wolverine issue two came out I think two weeks ago or whatever, and this is a continuation on the fact that Wolverine's a girl now. Oh yeah, and um, it's all right. It's pretty good. Pretty it's okay. Right. It's kind of it's funny. It's it's nice. Um, it like I don't want to make it like a, a general statement and say like it's good yet. I liked the first issue and I liked the second issue a little bit less. Mm-hmm. But that's how it goes because the second issue always has to give you more exposition than the first. So the, right, so the second yeah. one was a little bit more boring. But um, I thought mm-hmm. the first one was a good intro to the character because it's X twenty three. Um, one of Wolverine's clones is now taken over as Wolverine. Mm-hmm seeing as logan is dead um right and that's, uh that's cool yeah it's interesting i think uh i think and i might be right in this assumption 
that Marvel might finally have figured out the strategy to writing a woman, and that's write it write a man and then give her a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I mean, I like I'm it really sure. is just like if when when male writers try to write female characters and like try to make them as like female as possible yeah like making like menopause jokes and shit yeah, it's like it's just... that doesn't fly at all so if you write what you're good at and then like i don't and, know and then just like like oh by the way uh sam is a girl it's like yeah. that's it like i don't see and you know i might be like oversimplifying that because you know my favorite characters that are women definitely have women's issues in them but like Mm-hmm. Obviously, some of Marvel's writers don't have it there yet, where they're like trying to figure out what to do with a girl. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> so it's you know it's cool that female Wolverine is there uh, to. Yeah, I mean, it just got recently like came out of the whole like, uh, like did you hear about there was a uh, Marvel writer or artist? I think it was Marvel, either Marvel or DC, but uh, they got busted for repeatedly, like, just using porn scenes as reference when they were drawing female characters. <laughs> Sweet Jesus. No. <laughs> oh, I want to get the facts right of this one, so I'm not going to go into too much detail unless I look it up, but right. yeah. That's, well, the, see, that's the thing is that, like, some people say that comics are overly sexualized, and they're right. Mm-hmm. But people, those people would be wrong in saying that like one gender is overly sexualized because both genders are pretty thoroughly overly sexualized. <laughs> it's just the problem is that you have male artists who are, let's be honest, comic book fans, <laughs> and you know they're not they're not very good at like you know like so yeah it, it, that's kind of how they <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's I'm, the. <laughs> I'm not defending that. That's fucking. That's awesome, and it's, it's so bad. <laughs> it's like it's so obvious. I mean, like everyone remembers the whole Spider Girl fiasco or Spider Woman fiasco. There's like an alternate title that just it looks so bad. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, where she has like, is it saying something about like her nipples or whatever? Is that the one you're referring to? Or something? She's got like the dumbest pose ever. She looks like a banana yeah i mean it's just it is what it is with comics sometimes like you have to take you have to take the good with the bad and it's we're slowly getting there where women are being more accurately represented i think kate bishop is probably the best of that because she doesn't have triple d's <laughs> yeah like you know like it's just it, like it's her just, waist isn't like six inches thin and like yeah no it, it's just so weird and i'm I, you know I think I think the '90s honestly were the worst time in comics for that. If you look back at what what Rob Liefeld was doing, oh and, for sure, and how everybody was copying him for some god awful reason. I mean, <laughs> and then now you look at towards it, and it's kind of like it's better. It's it's yeah. getting there. I think it'll it'll take some time. It's just it's a gradual change thing. But I, you can definitely tell that the higher ups in comics are at least attempting something. Mm-hmm. You know, totally. Uh, I also want to point out that uh, the Uncanny Avengers number three has a variant cover by uh, one of our favorite artists here at Comically Illiterate, Trad Moore. Oh, sweet! Yeah, looking pretty good. That's I love good. that guy. Yeah, Trad's awesome. I'm I'm glad that he's, uh, you know, cover arts. Uh, even variant covers with cover cover art is that's like a super big honor for an artist. It really is. So Trad Moore currently has a. Uh, um, a comic series on image i believe 
uh, called The Legacy of Luther Strode. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I hesitate to say he, it's Is he good writing yet, it, too? Or... I think there might be someone else writing it, but um, it's mostly just, like, it just looks real good. Like, it's I... mostly been action scenes, and it's just, like... Tradmore doing what he does just uh, yeah his i mean his style is so cool mm-hmm. it's really uh, unique too as as mike tyson would say his his style is impetuous <laughs> his defense is impregnable <laughs> <laughs> um, there's actually another cool um image comic that i think just very recently came out uh that i thought i could mention is black jack ketchum mm-hmm. uh and it's about the whole premise of the comic is there's a guy his name is Jack Ketchum, and there's okay. uh, there's this is in the Wild West, and there's a famous like bad dude who kills people whose name is Jack Ketchum. Mm-hmm. Now our Jack Ketchum is not evil, but bounty hunters go after our Jack Ketchum because oh. they think it's him. Okay, and it's it's like it's very interesting, um, and uh, I. I've I've read the first issue and I liked it. I thought that the art was pretty interesting and I like anything different in comics, so you know, it's it's worth mentioning that's kinda cool. Mm-hmm. That is cool. Uh Image is doing some cool stuff. Like I went to the comic store and picked up a bunch of image titles recently and I have been pleasantly I'm not gonna say pleasantly surprised, but they were good. I liked them. Well that's the thing about image, um, is that they're um you know, if you can, if you can look past some of their more like political leading stuff, and you just like look towards like interesting stuff, you know, they they might miss the buck sometimes on like what's currently trendy or what's you know, and they're they're not going to make too much money because they're not mainstream. But that's like I appreciate when they're out there doing weird shit because westerns are not popular right now and they're here they are like publicizing a western and it's like that's a it's a cool concept and i i i you know i sort of applaud them for staying making a comic book that is a comic book that doesn't have men in tights running around and you know totally yeah like some of their titles are awesome like uh i think southern bastards is image and uh that's like it's about a dude going into a really southern town who is obsessed with football and like trying to like erid- eradicate corruption or whatever. Right. And like, and it's just like this really southern dude with a stick beating the shit out of like football kids and stuff. You kind of get like this. I, it's definitely image is not slice of life at all, but it's closer than the main two. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they focus more on things. You're like, oh yeah, that's something I can sort of like, I can, I can vibe with a little bit more normally. Like, oh yeah, somebody else has my name and they're kind of a dick, you know? Like, <laughs> like somebody else, somebody who's like, that's something you can kind of feel with. Like, I'm sure that the four remaining Adolf Hitlers who were born before Adolf Hitler did that whole Holocaust thing yeah, kind of vibe with that. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, there are like four of those guys still alive. <laughs> oh, really? Well, yeah. you know, Harpo Marx's real name was uh, Adolf. Oh, yeah, that's tr- Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think you've changed it for obvious reasons. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't. <laughs> no. Um, so uh, I guess they're putting out a comic called Rocket Raccoon and Groot, and it stars uh, Rocket Raccoon and Groot. Uh, yeah, that's. Um, I have I've seen a lot. I'm, I'm gonna be honest here. I haven't read. 
um, much of the Guardians of the Galaxy. I know that the Groot solo comic from this year was very widely received by a lot of people. Uh-huh. So, um, and I think the thing that people thought was the most charming was the fact that even when Groot was talking and, like, had, like, main points to say, he would only say, I am Groot. <laughs> like, they kept, that is still, like, a main thing in his character, and people really dig it. Um, yeah. So it's I, I think it's interesting that uh, the, that pairing will probably f- be cool because Rocket Raccoon will be able to translate more, but you'll still have that fun of Groot just saying "I am Groot" like once, <laughs> yeah. and then Rocket Raccoon <laughs> will like have like forty seven like different paragraphs. Totally, yeah. Um, by the way, the art is by Felipe Andre. Uh, who is that? The same guy who did? I thought that was Felipe Smith, but I might be wrong. Uh, you might um, be right. Uh, well, it's art, so um, I don't know. Anyway, uh, yeah, Felipe Smith is a ghostwriter. Uh, okay. Felipe's yeah. done other things too. Um, let's see. Marvel announces the Haunted Mansion comic. <laughs> By tell me about the Haunted Mansion comic, Max. The world famous a trans. <laughs> God damn it! This is the most fucking bullshit uh (laughs) like public pr speak the world famous attraction haunts marvel comics in 2016 and its residents are just dying to meet you oh jesus no uh yeah today Walt marvel entertainment and walt disney imagineering are proud to announce the haunted mansion number one Uh, i just wanted to bring this up because um do you remember the uh the haunted mansion movie no, I don't. I don't think I ever saw that. It had uh, what's his face? It had Eddie Murphy. No, no, no. Was, I, I, I just imagine. Bad. I I imagine Eddie Murphy reacting to things and laughing. God, I like. I think I bring this up a lot because it really changed my life when I saw it. But um, I watched Beverly Hills Cop two like a little while ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like he's got all these scenes where he's just like doing the eddie murphy thing and like watching it now it's just like the least funny right most cringy thing it's so bad if you actually look back some of his stand-up is funny until he starts talking about gay people because when he talks he's like that's it's yeah. very very of the time his opinion on gay people but um <laughs> speaking of interesting comics that are that have been announced uh batman and the ninja turtles <laughs> that crossover is happening great six part, six part miniseries uh batman v Nin- batman with the ninja turtles not batman v ninja turtles because <laughs> i would love to see jason todd just shooting like donatello's head off <laughs> that would be amazing um it's uh. It's definitely they. I think they definitely chose an artist who can draw turtles better than he can draw Batman. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Because it's uh, the Batman is probably one of the most muscular Batmans of of memory. It's like Frank Miller muscle. Yeah, or... it's it's pretty uh pretty pretty muscly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Steven's in the background saying Rob Liefeld muscly not that <laughs> not that muscly Batman is not bigger than the Batmobile <laughs> but um he's not bigger than the Batmobile but has like size six feet right with yeah. his broken back because he doesn't like to t- draw man butt yeah 
<laughs> oh, hey, by the way, uh, speaking of Batman, Telltale Games, people behind The Walking Dead, Back to the Future, and uh, the Minecraft story mode. <laughs> <laughs> I will forgive you for that one. <laughs> uh, they're making a Batman game, so yeah, there's that. Uh, one of my yeah, one of my friends is talking to me about that. I um, I had, did you play the Walking Dead game? I did, and I thought it was good. Yeah, I thought it was charming. Like I, I just thought it was genuinely just like a nice, fun time where you like where mm-hmm. you. It felt a lot more kind of like. I, this might be like weird, but it felt a lot more like a Sierra game, you know, kind of like where you, where you sort of look, you go into a situation and you try and figure out how you should be interacting with people. A hundred, yeah, totally. Yeah, I, I just think, and I, I like that they, they took something and brought that sort of thing. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't have expected that from Walking Dead, and I definitely don't expect it from Batman. Mm-hmm. So it, it should be interesting because it would be really funny if like. If it's just like, do you choose to to suit up and use the special armor that takes five more minutes to put on, and then you put yes, and then it's like Jason Todd dies. <laughs> right, he'll like, remember that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like you beat up you beat up the Joker, and it's just like the Joker will remember that. <laughs> you know, like, like I mean, yeah. Like it's I I don't know, like because it's it's interesting because in the Walking Dead game, you you. It's all focuses around interactions, which like human mm-hmm. interactions and relationships. I mean, it's it's an adventure game. It's literally yeah. without like the bad '90s adventure game puzzles. For the yeah, most it's, part. it's yeah, and it's awesome. And it's really it's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I haven't played the second one. I can only speak to the first one, but I don't know much about the second one. Yeah, yeah, I, I maybe I, they made a second one, right? I'm not just saying that because yeah, it's like season uh, two. And I'm like not it, just it, high it, on Quaaludes. No. <laughs> I know there's a lot of quaaludes <laughs> going around right now, but <laughs> no, it, it focuses on it's on uh, Clementine. She's a bit older, and there's like a new group of people or whatever. But yeah, uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't play the second one, but um, I hear it was not as good as the first. But you know, there it that's is. it. Would be interesting to see how they try and adapt Batman into yeah. that sort of game. And I, and you know, best of luck to them because I think the Arkham mm-hmm. games are good, but they're getting a little bit too much like Call of Duty for me. I mean, it's just action. Like, it's so that's that's what's kind of interesting about this. Like, uh, Kevin Berner, Bruner, sorry, Kevin Bruner, who's the co-founder and CEO of Telltale Games, uh, when he when this was announced, he has a quote that says, "This iteration of Batman will give fans a firsthand opportunity to dive deeper into the complex life and mind of Bruce Wayne, the duality of his own identity, and the struggle of responsibility in saving a city's over in saving a city overcome with corruption and villainy." See, that sounds like it could be awesome, but it also sounds like the shit you shout halfway through a bad video game. Like, no, that's like, true. You know, like when you're sitting there playing as Bruce Wayne, and it's like, what tie do you wear to this gala? <laughs> like, I, I can't wait for the uh, quick time event where Bruce Wayne has to hide all of his Batman shit. <laughs> I can't. Or the quick time event where Lucius Fox is drunk at a dinner party, and he's like, hey, Batman, pass me the turkey. And, and Bruce Wayne's just sitting there sweating. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, think, I think I saw that that joke on Game Grumps. And it made That's me totally a Game so Grumps joke, yeah. So hard, but... Pass the mustard. Batman. I said, Batman, will you end it? And then it's just, or like... The the continuation of that is like 
Batman, do you need another sweet tea? And yeah. nobody else but Bruce Wayne is drinking sweet tea. <laughs> yeah. Like, I love it, like his eternal monologue, just like, oh, I can't I can't say anything, but he really needs that mustard. <laughs> oh, shout out to Game Grumps. Yeah. I guess. Like, comment, subscribe on the <laughs> <laughs> Oh fuck. But uh yeah, like it's it's interesting and I, I, I I can definitely see enough there being cool. Like, definitely at least... And my go-to thought is interacting with the Robins. Because uh-huh. th- that would probably be where I would go to immediately. Because it's like, you know, those are his children <laughs> of sorts. You yeah. Know? Um, like, where and, do you think they draw the influence them from? Do you think they go, like, Nolan North Batman? Or not Nolan North. Fuck. <laughs> you mean that's Christopher another, Nolan? Christopher... Thank you. <laughs> that's, that's another dude. Uh, Christopher Nolan Batman? Or do they go, do they go comic Batman? Like... I would Does Grayson I, show up. I would I would really hope I if they're going to do complex relationships and this is my interpretation if somebody sat down and was like you have to create a relationship style Batman game I would immediately jump to what they have right now in the DC continuity because everything's confusing. Um, Batman just came out and uh, this won't be happening because it, there's no way that they're this far ahead into like the comics, but you know, Batman just came out of essentially what we'll call a coma, but mm-hmm. it's much more confusing than that. Sorry to spoilers, but fuck you. You, already <laughs> knew. you knew that he wasn't going to be gone for long, but, right. um, uh, and you know, he's got his son as his Robin, but his son's kind of a bastard. Mm-hmm. Um, the previous Robin's trying to run his own team and you want to be like, supportive of him but he's trying to make his own name so you're kind of like you got to push off a little bit your other the robin before that is running around with his best friend and they're shooting shit and firing bows or whatever and killing people and you kind of you you want to be supportive but you don't want him to kill people and then your first robin is out there being a secret agent mm-hmm. and everybody right, yeah and he, and he only just secretly revealed to his friends and family that he's not dead Mm-hmm. So there's there's definitely enough drama right now for there to be like a Dick Grayson calls. What do you do? And you're like, yeah, shit. Let me go to voicemail. <laughs> God, how great would it be if that's just like fucking like Robin juggling simulator? Just like, <laughs> ah, shit. I've got like seven different Robins on the horn. Damien's pouting. What do? And then you're like, let's go play fetch. As you uh, let's go play fetch. Let's go play let's ball. Go- <laughs> let's go play ball with with my son and it's like as soon as you start to walk out dick grayson calls is like batman i need help i'm gonna die i'm gonna die there's like 47 different (laughs) spider robots after me i'm going to die i have uh, please help me and then you're like sorry kid (laughs) you have that choice or like it would be awesome if it's just like alfred judging you simulator (laughs) where like you make that choice and alfred's like what the fuck yeah I want them to do that, but I also want them to just like take the Michael Caine Alfred from the oh, Chris yeah. from Nolan movies, and so like every time you do something, it's just like Master Wayne. <laughs> I, I you trusted said, you. As soon as you said Michael Caine, I was like, let's hear Max's impression. <laughs> it's real bad. But um, Master Wayne, I I think that's it, it'll be interesting, and uh, I I would be shocked. I, I don't I if they chose uh like a Nolanverse style like they can definitely I mean it's its own universe 
that's how mm-hmm. those games work is they could they could do whatever they want they could go back to the start of the new 52 where nightwing was still nightwing you know mm-hmm. and that was a little bit more of a simpler time because things weren't as fucked up then yeah um, but it would definitely be weird if they wanted to just do like a bruce wayne without any robins because i think to me at least that's where i see the majority of relationships in batman mm-hmm yeah, there's definitely still, like, there are a lot of relationships beyond just, like, the Robin characters or whatever, so... Right, yeah, I mean, you've got Lucius Fox, Alfred, fucking mm-hmm. any number... Gordon. Yeah, any any score of his girlfriends, really. But mm-hmm. I, I just don't know if they are, to me at least, as impactful. And that could just be who I am, but, like, I, I don't know, I personally... Yeah. I'm gonna call it right now, the first, like, arc is just gonna be him dealing with Batgirl. And oh, yeah? her getting, yeah. Uh, and her, what's her, her getting her, uh, Bar- Bar- Barbara Babs. Gordon. Yeah. Babs. Babs. Uh, just dealing with, like, him being responsible for Babs being. Well, maybe not, because I guess that was the most recent Batman. I don't know. You see, there's. If, a... if they just, like, tell those stories over and over again, I'm also going to be really bummed. Yeah, I think they'll have to find a, a new way to make all of the stories that were self sufficient arcs sort of combined and like feed into each other which i think they could do because there's definitely enough plot for each mm-hmm. one of them i mean just in damien i mean not well yeah just in damien but also in jason todd you've got all these uh, all this unwritten and unfulfilled angst that can be talked about pretty easily um, <laughs> totally yeah and if this if this game just ends up being like oh man harvey dent <laughs> Yeah, I would be I would be super bummed. Like, and like, yeah, that would be the that would most be the dis- biggest buzzkill vault because it's like we all know what's gonna happen to Harvey Dent. Just give us something. Yeah, weird. like give us something weird where it's like Damien's sick. Do you go out <laughs> and Batman without him, or do you stay in? And it's like, ooh, see, like yeah. that—that's just a situation where you're sitting there and you're like, well, Gotham kind of needs Batman, but and Damien has Alfred, but. Would he be hurt if if you were Batman without him? For see, like that's a shit. Yeah, like, that totally. that would be something. You know, don't steal that from me. I just trademarked that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let us know, Telltale. I'm picking back and on that uh, trademark. <laughs> Give me Let's that sweet sweet money. Yeah, <laughs> that sweet sweet indie game development money. <laughs> I'll take half of your Doritos. <laughs> They're like, here's half of our income, and they just send you like a half, like a, a half full bottle of Mountain Dew. Yeah, and just like surrounded by dicks. <laughs> yeah, a single half smoked cigarette. Oh, just, we uh, love you, Telltale. Right. <laughs> yeah, and the last story I pulled here is, uh, uh, hey, they're making Contra video game action figures. Contra video, so Contra like one of, like the first one, like on like, the NES. Wow, that's Con- that's throwback as shit. Cause I don't yeah. know many kids who know Contra anymore. No, that's not really like a name. Yeah, it's Contra's not something people really remember. It never will be too, cause it's Konami, right? Like yeah, and isn't if I remember right, Contra's sort of known for being not ninja Gaiden hard, but pretty fucking hard if you don't have a bro with you. Pretty like, much, yeah. Without playing two player, it's almost impossible. Well, it's cool because the uh, there it's being sold as a two pack with oh, the two neat. protagonists. That's cool. And uh, let's see if I could find their names here. Uh, their names are Bill and Lance. So 
you know, <laughs> most generic characters ever. Right. Uh, it comes with Bill and Lance. Of course. Of course. Uh, and it comes with a little, like, power-up orb that floats around, and they've got, like, weird little bullets coming out of their gun. That's cool. It's pretty cool. Uh, and the box they come in is the uh, box art for the NES game, no, that's, which is that's amazing. Nice and throwback. Oh, it's great. It has fake Arnold Schwarzenegger and right. fake... Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's, oh, yeah, and then it has... Uh, so Bill is Schwarzenegger and Lance is Rambo, and then there's just like an alien from Alien in the background. It's so good. Is, that's like, I just can't... I can't, like, I just can't understand how somebody took that and was like, all right, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a pretty, a not obscure game from the 80s, but something that did not survive well. Yeah. And then we're just going to throw it out there and make it, make finally make some action figures out of it. That would be like me making, like, an art installation based off of Spandu Ballet. Like... (laughs) I don't even get that reference, but I'm sure it's super. Yeah, you know um the sexy time music that they always play in like a TV show or movie that's like, ha 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 ha. You know that one where it's like it's just dudes like singing into it and. Oh yeah, totally. and the, it's like I know this much is true. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to have that on a few playlists, mostly oh, my so gym, good. mostly my my workout playlist. <laughs> that's pretty good. Uh, Spandu Ballet, please sponsor us. <laughs> Let us know. Give us a call. <laughs> we'll take half of you jerry curls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for jerry curls to come back. Oh, dude. So psyched. So psyched. Oh, no, man. That, is, that really surprises me that they're making Contra action figures after all of this time. Especially, like, original Contra-ass Contra. Like, you know, like the, fa- I, the fact that the box that these come from is, like, the original. Well, that's like, awesome. Let's, let's just ignore the possible, like, plagiarism issues. <laughs> Because uh, it looks almost exactly like like Predator. Sylvester Stallone and, uh, and yeah. Arnold with Predator. Well, it's like um, Konami had a bad habit of doing this in the '90s, man, like uh, or '80s and '90s, because uh, the Metal Gear poster was straight up, or the the box art for the original Metal Gear on the NES was just straight up Kyle Reese from Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking funny. Yeah. It's um, like you know what when, I am. Yeah. I'm looking at that right now, and holy shit, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, like the little bullets that are coming out of their guns look so bad. Like this is that really does feel like I. I'm just confused as to like really how they got the funding. Because if I'm going to be honest, the last time I heard about Contra, and we're going to shout out to them again, but really, uh, Game Grumps. <laughs> Game Grumps played Contra. Like, I think yeah. they played the second Contra. And that is the last time I've heard them being referenced, that, that game being referenced in, like, a, like a modern sort of way. I mean, Contra is a classic video game. Like, it's one of the best ones on the NES. And right. arguably, there are people out here, out there, who are crazy. Totally. And, oh, yeah, li- sure. and like Super Contra. But also, I don't know. Like, this just seems like... I mean, it's a cash-in almost, right? Uh, Where it's just like... For sure. I mean, and you know, it's cool. I will say what's cool is that the way they kind of have their muscles designed is that it looks sort of like the way they had the lighting on them. It looks kind of like NES-y in a way. Like, I mean, it's it's neat. They look cel-shaded, yeah. Yeah, it's neat, but I don't know. That's... 
That's just that's so a weird, weird obscure reference. Also, um, just want to point this out because I saw this earlier today and I totally forgot about it. Uh, have you seen the movie Creed? Not yet, no. Uh, it's awesome. But anyway, um, they're trying to get the the guy who directed Creed, Ryan Coogler, uh, Coogler I think, like mm-hmm. Cougar, but pronounced wrong, um, <laughs> okay. to direct uh, Black Panther. Oh, okay. And that could be cool, because if I'm going to be honest, uh, depending on how good this latest Leonardo DiCaprio movie is, Creed mm-hmm. could on, could really take home some like serious awards. Yeah. It is, it's very, very good. Um, so it would be very... It would be, I think it could actually be awesome if when, for, uh, for them to have that sort of directing style for the Black Panther movie. Mm-hmm. Because that's, you know, that's something I think they were just talking about it pretty recently. Uh, right, yeah. The fact that one's in the works is pretty cool, too. Like, just this whole... I mean, like, I guess you can technically trace it back to, like, the original Amazing Spider-Man, but, like, this the, the Marvel and Adventures stuff has yeah. just blown open the cinematic and, world for you know, superheroes. Yeah, and it's awesome, and I'm glad that people are able to, to have more superheroes. I'm just afraid of oversaturation because i think there's no way they're going to be that many movies out and they're all going to be good one of them is going to fall through the cracks and i'm honestly thinking it's going to be wonder woman and aquaman Mm -hmm. i think those are the two that are going to falter i I like both of those characters i uh controversial opinion here i don't like jason momoa as aquaman Mm because i like aquaman being uh a white dude with blonde hair like and I I, I yeah. you know it's it's nothing against Jason Momoa he's terrifying, um, <laughs> just super scary awesome looking Aquaman. I will say that I think it's silly that for the one promotional photo we've had of him he's wearing eyeliner and he's the king of the sea. I think that's really fucking dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's funny because Wonder Woman like always gets a bad like yeah uh, it's traditional yeah she... they've tried to make tv shows and movies too i think about her and they never take off they never go anywhere well, that's that's sort of why i'm saying it is because i think it's probably going to be I, and i don't want it to be because i want i want that for i want that for younger people i want that mm-hmm. for you know like kids who are like wanting to go see a movie and they're like i wonder for like little girls in particular or little boys i want little i want little people all around to know that wonder woman can be badass little totally. people including the ones on the tlc shows i, I like i <laughs> <laughs> little people of all ages uh and you know i i hope that it's good but honestly i i think that that one's gonna be if i was gonna guess right now and like i'm gonna eat shit for this when they come out <laughs> But if I, if I I would guess that it's probably I think there's definitely going to be a few bad ones. I want to say it's Aquaman, probably mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, and then on Marvel's side, some of the sequels are probably going to flop for me. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think honestly, Captain America is probably the, the the trilogy ender is probably going to be bad. Yeah, which is a bummer because I think the Captain America movies are consistently some of the best marvel movies in the new universe yeah i mean you know people love winter soldier i you know but Mm -hmm. so i definitely could just it could just be me in the minority but i think that people 
you know, I, 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 I think honestly, Civil War is going to be like too fucking dense for people. That's that's the thing is that I don't think people understand that the Civil War was a one hundred like a one hundred <laughs> issue crossover between every title in Marvel, like a hundred fucking issues of shit that went down. Mm-hmm. titled the civil war not including the shit that happened to spark the civil war and it's like you want to fit all of that in one movie that's gonna even be... if that movie is three and a half hours long it's still gonna be dead yeah it's it's gonna be a motherfucking it's gonna be hard and i am willing to like i would rather me be wrong than it be a bad movie but i don't <laughs> think i'm gonna be wrong yeah i don't know it's it's difficult to get super excited about that movie. Just, I, it also feels like they've been doing consistently good for so long. Yeah, that they have to have one where it's like they have to go back to Iron Man <laughs> three at some point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, there's they've got a dip, right? Eventually, like there's no way they can continue this. See, I mean, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. That's kind of what I thought with like when I when I saw Age of Ultron, which by the way is coming on coming to netflix soon i don't remember what day it is but age of ultron will be on netflix soon um but when i saw age of ultron originally i was like there's no way they're gonna tie this many superheroes and have it be good and they were able to do it and now i'm looking at captain america 3 and i'm like but seriously this time there's no way like like (laughs) really really there's no possible way you're going to get uh daredevil from the netflix series all of the normal avengers plus everyone fucking else in like in the entire universe. Hey, do you remember the last franchise that tried to do that with a feature film? Transformers. <laughs> do you remember how well that turned out? Yeah. Not yeah. good. Yeah, that's just... Those movies are still like three and a half hours long, and it's just... I mean, it's Michael Bay, but still. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's... So, like, I hope for the best, but mm-hmm. I really... I don't know if it'll work out, and I hope it does. Hope for the best, prepare for the worst. Yeah, that's that's kind of my... My yeah. boy scouting. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's all the news we got, right? Mm-hmm. All yeah. Right. Well, I hope that everyone enjoyed our bullshit for a while. <laughs> our bullshit sesh. Well, we might break this out every once in a while when uh, the real world kind of gets too much in the way. Yeah. And, uh, and I know people don't mind us doing it. It's yeah. not probably near nearly as funny or, or informational, but... You know, if you're looking for some comic book news, thank you for staying tuned for this entire episode. <laughs> comic book news, also known as, hey, do you remember Contra? <laughs> they made action figures. Oh, oh. oh, Jesus. All right. Well, I'll talk to you later, Connor. Yeah. Uh, so thanks for listening, everybody. I'm Connor. And I'm Max. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye. Yeah. Lemon pledge. <laughs>